Hola raza, hola Chicano casters. This is Fernando Amador from Downey, California. Recording in my garage. A huevo. And welcome to my podcast, Chicano Cast. And today's show is Chicano Cast number 52. Raza, why are we not pissed? That's right. That's the title. Why are we not pissed? And you'll find out why that title is. But before we begin, let me get into the nitty gritty with a quick shout out to my friends over at My Grito Industries. If you aren't familiar with My Grito, My Grito is a Latino-run independent label and artist collective helping give Latino artists a voice. Check out what they've been doing at MyGrito.net and on their socials on Instagram at MyGrito. So last week, Raza, what happened to the show, right? Well, actually, I was going to take this week off due to the Easter weekend but I got some familia visiting last week and I just could not get any time off or any free time or any alone time to record the show. So I guess my uh, Easter off was last week. So I will, I'm recording this week. Que mas me queda? So anyways, Rasa, before I begin the main part of the show, let me touch on some current events. Cabrones and cabronas, let me tell you, este viejo Chicano cast finally sees the light at the end of the tunnel. Been a long ass tunnel, right? We've been in this bullshit COVID thing for about a year. And they recently announced that 50 and over are eligible for the vaccine. And guess what? That is your one and only Chicano cast. That's right. You know, I was ready before, but I'm ready now. And guess what, Raza? I'm getting the vaccine tomorrow, April 2nd. A huevo. That's pretty quick, right? They opened it up and I'm in. So, yeah, let's get back to living, Raza. Let's get back to partying. Let's get the kids back in school. Let's get our asses back into the bars. And most of all, let's get our asses back into the breweries. A huevo, Raza. So, Raza, another current event that I actually have been avoiding because it's such a complicated issue and a very controversial one is the migrants at the border crisis. And the Biden administration doesn't like to call it a crisis, but it is a damn crisis. I just saw a video the other day. It was like a night vision type camera. And this may be propaganda, but it looked like some people were actually on top of a like a wall or a border fence and they threw two kids over the wall and then they put themselves back into the Mexican territory and ran away. Now, who the hell does that? You know, who, who just throws kids over the border and leaves? I imagine that these people are so desperate that they can't even take care of their own children. So that's why they feel they need to do that and want to give their kids a better life. But are they better in the hands of government? I don't know. Maybe this government, but definitely not Trump's government, right? I don't really understand what's going on down there. I don't really understand what's going on with these countries and these families for them to do that. I don't know what the solution is. My old conservative ass would want to say, well, just close the border. Just don't let them do that. How are they just handing kids over? And then my wife would probably tell me, well, let's adopt one of those kids. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? I'm done with kids. But these unaccompanied minors coming over the border is only a sign of desperation. And maybe it's because of all these years that the U.S. has taken advantage of these Latin American countries that these countries are just not livable anymore. The security is not there. Financially, it's not there. There's no future for these people. And they're desperate. And a lot of these are Central Americans that have made their way up through Mexico to do this. 
But, you know, whatever your opinion is of this, wherever you stand on this, it's one thing is for sure. And these people are in need and these people are desperate. Can we open the floodgates? Can we let them in? I don't know. I don't have an answer for this one. And like I told you, this is why I've been avoiding it. This is a tough and hard issue that I know even the Biden or the should I say the Theo Biden administration is going to be very confused with and not know what to do. And they're probably going to get it wrong once, twice, maybe three times before they get it right. I really think the U.S. paying for all the years of taking advantage of these Latin American countries and abusing and raping. And I don't literally mean raping. I mean, just, you know, taking away their their goods for cheap for Americans their minerals, their fruits, whatever they have to offer, you know, we're getting the best of it. So I really think Biden has to do more to stabilize these countries, whether it be economically, politically, and most of all, safety. So let's just hope the Biden administration does something to ease this because children coming over the border alone, that that can't be right. I mean, I don't think mothers want that. There's no way a mom wants to give up their kids unless they're just super desperate where they feel like there's no safety for their children. And this is their only way out. Raza, so the last current event I want to touch on, and it's going to lead into the title of the show. And let me tell you, in preparing for the show, I kind of felt lazy because I couldn't really find something new to talk about. So I just started Googling Chicano, and then I hit news about Chicanos, and I just started searching. And then suddenly this article came up, but it wasn't from any legit paper. It was like small newspapers that I never heard of. So even now I wonder, did this really happen? But then I saw video of it. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm being dramatico, cabrones, but but hold on. And then I read uh, this article from this, I, you know, I should have written down the name of the magazine. Um, I don't know if it's just an on- online magazine or an online newspaper. But it's regarding the murder of David Ordaz Jr. by the L.A. County Sheriffs. And I'm going to say murder because he was murdered. He was not killed. And when I read it, I felt pissed. And when I saw the video, I felt more pissed. So it seems that, let me tell you, you know, the quick backstory. It seems that David was holding a kitchen knife, threatening to kill himself. He was having basically a mental breakdown, like the way a lot of us have had it, especially during this freaking pandemic, right? I know I've been struggling with it. So his family, out of fear and desperation, sought help. You know, and they wanted some mental health support. So they probably called 911. And when you call 911, the first fuckers to come to supposedly to help or aid are the cops. And yes, as usual, the fucking sheriffs, you know, are the ones who showed up. And I guess David was in the car threatening to kill himself with some kind of kitchen knife. His family couldn't, you know, I guess get him out of there. So the sheriffs came. I guess they must have scared him or something. But from the video, you could tell that David got out of the car. And was standing there maybe, you know, negotiating with the sheriffs. And then suddenly the fuckers hit him with some beanbags. And the beanbags must have hurt him or must have um, startled him. So when he tried to run, and if you see the video and it's on Fox News, he tried to run down the sidewalk, which was his only option. The motherfuckers started shooting at him with real live ammunition and basically killed him. Just because he was running. He was running away. If you shoot shoot me with a beanbag, I'm going to run any direction away from you whether it be to the left to the right or behind me so these fuckers shot him over and over and again look up fox news and look up david ordaz jr and you'll see the video and then you'll know why the title of the show rasa why are we not pissed 
And I really can't believe that this didn't make more local news or even national news, or maybe I just missed it. If you knew about it and I didn't, please email me because honestly, I didn't know about this till I started digging deep. And Raza, why are we not pissed as a community? Raza, why are we not pissed? Why are we not pissed? Because I'm pissed. Where are our Chicano leaders? Where are our Hispanic leaders? Where are our Latino leaders? Where are the demonstrations? Why not a Brown Lives Matter movement? Because this is bullshit. And I guess it hit me harder because I've been talking about mental health and what I have been going through and what some of the listeners have been going through. And what David or or Daz Jr. was been going through and his family just just seeking help. And the fucking sheriff show up and murder. And I want to underline murder. Murder him. Look at the video and you'll feel like I feel. Some respect to David or Daz Jr. He was a father of three children. He graduated from the local Garfield High School where he played football. As a young man, he was an altar boy and lector at Our Lady of Lourdes Catholic Church. So yeah, that family will never trust the police or possibly any form of government. But we can all see why. I don't blame them. I mean, I'm pendejo enough to where maybe I would have also called for help. But now that I see this, that I read the article and I saw the video, I don't think I can ever call the cops for any other type of help unless some fucker has invaded my house. And maybe not even for that. Because the fuckers just want to shoot. Or maybe that's their fantasy and that's what they want to do. I don't know. But look at the damn video and let me know what you think. So Raza, this leads me into the topic of today's show that I want to talk about. And it's why Raza doesn't trust the man or the government. But before I get into it, let me take a quick drink. Today I'm drinking something that, you know, I think I can relate to. And it's called Arrogant Bastard Ale. And it's by Stone Brewery. And actually, Rasa, this was... Well, let me take a drink. I'm, I'm fucking dry. For me, this was kind of the OG craft beer. This I remember drinking at a bar down in La Jolla, down in the San Diego area. And I was like, what the hell is this? This was like something way, way beyond anything I ever had. And uh, I'm not really into it now because I moved on to IPAs, but this definitely opened up my mind into craft beer. So once again, Stone Arrogant Bastard Ale. If you're into ales, this is something I definitely would recommend. I still like it. Don't drink it as much just because of my ass wanting to drink IPAs all day. But I got to start trying new stuff, right? So Raza, what I just told you about is one of the main reasons that, you know, I wanted to do this show. Because when I saw that, I just got inspired. This is mainly about why Latinos, why Chicanos, why Raza doesn't trust the government. And besides the story I just told you about David Ordaz Jr., um, there are many reasons you know, Raza doesn't trust the government. You can go back to the Spanish conquest. Are people not trusting the white man, the European man? And if you want to actually go back there, I remember a story about an Incan ruler whose name was Taualpa, something like that, Atualpa, who the Spanish actually captured. This is back when the Spanish were you know, barely invading down in Mexico and, uh, and in Central America. So they captured this, this leader of the Incas. They told his people... That if they were able to fill this big ass room with gold up to this certain level, maybe two or three meters up to basically the size of a human, they would give them back. But the fuckers didn't do that because when that room was filled with gold, these guys had that much gold. When that room was filled with gold, they still went ahead and put this guy into some kind of a 
legal type of system and figured out that he was guilty of something and killed him. And the Incas were very confused and they didn't understand why they didn't keep their word. They have never dealt with this. When someone said, do this and I'll do that, they just figured that's the way the, you know, that's what they would do and that's that they could trust them. But the fucking Spanish found a way around, found a loophole, put this guy in some kind of a, some kind of kangaroo court and killed him anyway. And this is where the Incas probably or the Latin Americans first encountered, you know, deception by the white man. Another reason is that some of our immigrant raza just could never trust the government. Because they were always used as the reason this country's doing bad. Politicians do it. People do it. Uh, when the economy's bad. When the economy's good, we don't even give a shit. We give them all jobs. They do uh, you know, our grass. They do our cars. They do what they have to do. And we're happy. They make our food. When election time comes around with a bad economy, guess who the scapegoat is? And that's bullshit. That's another reason they don't trust the government. Because just like they could you know, give you a handout, just as quick they can slap your hand and believe me raza is very proud and doesn't like handouts we like to work for our shit another reason are stories like the tuskegee experiment and this has been around a lot now this story because of the covid and uh, basically the black population not trusting the government to get the vaccine have you heard of this raza well it happened way way back and i don't even know what years probably was in the 20s or maybe 40s or 50s or something but basically, the government had a bunch of doctors who identified black men with syphilis, a sexually transmitted disease. But yet, when they identified that these men had syphilis, they offered them no treatment. And they kind of just sat back and watched them progress through the syphilis and see what happened and documented it. And that's basically what they wanted to do. But what they didn't realize was that these were human lives. No mames, cabron. How do you do that when you have the cure? Not only did they do that, but they actually prevented these men from getting a cure. They told the doctors not to take any action when they saw these men. When these men went to the doctor, and some of them did, to see what was wrong with them. And the doctors told them that basically nothing was wrong. But they were kind of forced to do that by the government doctors. This is Nazi-like human experimentation, raza. No mames. I know it didn't happen to our raza, but this is crazy-ass government experiment shit that we now are aware of. So when I hear stuff like that, I cannot blame anybody for not trusting the government. And like I've said before, historically, the Latinos, changing the subject now that I'm done with the Tuskegee experiment, but historically, us raza who freaking work for and maintain this country running with agriculture, with everything that's, you know, related to hard labor in this country, even though we do that, historically, we have been the classic fucking scapegoat for the U.S. when the economy is bad. Presidents use it. People use it. And many, yeah, many presidents and governors have blamed us when it serves them. But you know what? The reality is that they fucking turned a blind eye or they turn a blind eye to all of these people getting jobs and uh, being out there and being part of the economy because it serves them right. It's cheap fucking labor. But yet when it serves them politically, they will blame us. We will be the scapegoat. Just historically, Raza, we have always been marginalized. We have always been excluded. And that's just the way it works in this country. Even though we are part of this country and we keep this country going. And another reason I would think is that we don't trust the government is our parents or maybe our grandparents, for some of you, were illegal in this country and learned to get by without any assistance from the government. And they maybe passed this on to us. 
And because they didn't get assistance, it might be easy for them to say, no seas huevón, cabrón, trabaja. Don't claim your unemployment. Don't go get assistance for food because we never did it. But the reason they never did it because they never had that right. Even though they were paying into the system with their jobs, they never had that right being illegal. So it made us think that that's not a cool thing, that we don't do that. We're too good. We're too proud. We don't do that. And that's possibly one of the reasons that we have that disparity happening now with the deaths due to COVID. It is coming down, coming down a lot, but still it's happening. And that's just maybe from us not trusting the government on what they're saying, not seeking the assistance that they're giving. A lot of it is just the government not caring about our community. So Raza, what happens when we don't seek this help, when we don't trust the government? You know, basically we miss out. We don't trust the man, so we don't want the vaccine. And that ends up in a lot of sick people and a lot of deaths. You know, we're willing to take a chance instead of trusting the government. Again, I myself, I'm getting the vaccine. So I'm putting some trust in science and hopefully not the government. A lot of us don't see government funding for our small business. Because a lot of raza are entrepreneurs. But a lot of them have actually lost their job during this freaking pandemic. Lost their business. Maybe they weren't eligible or maybe they were too proud. I don't know. But there was a lot of loans out there that, believe me, a lot of white businesses, a lot of Trump friends got over and over. And we probably miss out on a lot of financial aid and scholarships to get to a higher level in our education. Just because we don't like the handout, just because we don't think we qualify, just because maybe they exclude us too. It's not always our fault. And maybe those are the reasons that we don't value going to college because we just don't think that we belong, that the man doesn't want us. We have that mentality that, I don't belong there. I don't work there. But Raza, we need to seek the assistance that we are entitled to. Because if we don't, the government then believes that our community doesn't need all this help. And they might take away those opportunities. No money for Head Start. No money for scholarships. No money for our elder care. So I say we demand our right as U.S. citizens, as taxpayers, as Americans, now more than ever. Our community needs help. We definitely need financial, health, and social welfare assistance in every form. So Raza, seek it out. It's there. Especially now with Theo Biden. He's coming through like a fool. Like an awesome fool. Like no one else before him. Not even Obama. And Raza, I'm going to call it quits here. I've been talking too long, mis cabroncitos. You have a happy Easter. I'm doing this on a Thursday night, which I think is called... Holy Thursday and tomorrow's Good Friday, something like that. But I'm working my ass on Easter. I know I missed last week, but I'm making up for it. Mis cabrones, si quieren, give old Chicano Cast a shout out with your friends, with your social media. Get back to me at ChicanoCast at gmail.com. Or better yet, give me a review on Apple Podcast. No sean huevones, cabrones. See you all next week. Raza, stay brown and stay proud. This is the Theo Biden administration. We wanted to give you a small business loan for your crappy podcast. Orale, pues échenle. But what do you mean wanted? Well, you said it yourself, fool, in your own podcast. We're too good. We're too proud. We don't do that. Chale, vatos.